The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Dr. Claire Hayes is with us. She's a consultant, clinical psychologist, lecturer, and author of Hope in the Age of Anxiety. And what she's t- here to talk to us about is milestone anxiety. That is those moments when you get a sense that something is going to happen in your life or is happening in the lives of others around you of your generation and you begin to fret about it. The big stuff in milestone anxiety is what, Claire? Well, if we start with the term milestone anxiety, Anton, to be honest, that was new to me. You know, Relays did research and found that quite a number of young people are experiencing what they call as milestone anxiety. I think terms can actually create anxiety. So what they're talking about, as far as I can see, is any milestone. So becoming 30, turning 30 and not having whatever a 30 year old might think they should have. So whatever, whether that's a partner, whether it's a child, whether it's a good job, um, an income, a particular kind of car, whatever it is, then they think they're missing out. They think they should have it. They're comparing themselves but they might to be right. Else. Well, yes, but do they need to experience, do they need a label milestone anxiety and then they go to someone like me and they say they're experiencing milestone anxiety? I don't know how helpful and no disrespect to relate. We all have moments through our lives where we compare ourselves to everybody else and we think because everybody else is doing a particular thing and we're not that we're missing out in some way. And if we go back to what anxiety actually is, it's a mechanism we all have. It's normal, 100% normal. And it's a mechanism to keep us safe. And it gets triggered when we think when there is danger or when we think there's danger. So if we think we're missing out, well, then that might trigger a sense of anxiety in ourselves. And then we and what do you think the big triggers would be? Well, it's individual. So for some people, it's having to be the same as everybody else. So having to reach a certain time, having goals that if they think they've reached 50 and they haven't done whatever and the milestone of 50 is coming, well, then they're going to experience anxiety. Obviously, I suppose the number one one would be our mortality. And, you know, we were just talking about the Queen's death and and that really focuses all of us that no matter how old we live to be, we are going to die. So there can be a very deep sense of anxiety around death. But don't people also fret about the things that they have set up as their own uh, sort of expectations in life? You look and you think, okay, well, I will be at, I'll be at C-suite in my company by the time I'm 35 or I'll have kids by the time I'm 40 or I'll be married. And you then don't get it. It, Is it not a natural consequence of not achieving what you thought you would? Well, you see, I think it's interesting, again, going back to language. I think disappointment is a natural consequence. Some people might feel embarrassed. Some people might feel shame. But if we label anxiety into that. But disappointment is what happens post factum. Anxiety is what happens when you see it coming. Oh, I think we should swap chairs. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, but anxiety can be also in terms of what we didn't do. You know, we can feel anxious about I should have said this and I didn't say that. And we can replay. But if it's a milestone, it is that you're looking at it going, I've just turned 30. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be wed by 32. Yes. Time's a ticking. Oh, look, I'm not arguing that is there. Absolutely. And it's it's individual. So for some people, if they've had friends who have been divorced twice by the time they're 30, 32, they might feel relieved. They might be going, great. You know, at least I haven't done that. And now I have other, you know, experiences to go. So it's it really is all individual, Anton. And it comes back to the m- meaning of it. So if somebody else has goals that they have to have a certain thing by a certain milestone, and if they don't reach that, they're going to become anxious about it. Somebody else might not share that. Somebody else might go, well, you know, yes, it would be nice to be CEO. But is it not like uh, one of those fight or flight things where there is a useful uh, catalytic effect by virtue of it, that if you're looking at time passing, it, it the anxiety that you derive from fear of missing your own landmark causes you to work harder at it? <laughs> is that what you do? 
<laughs> that can be. For some people it can be, but anxiety can also paralyse. So you mentioned fight flight. There's also freeze. So some people who experience anxiety actually freeze and they don't achieve anything or very, very, very little. And then they begin to beat themselves up. So with anxiety, again, the anxiety piece is normal. But what can happen to any of us is if we don't reach whatever we do or if we think that we are behaving in a certain way, then we beat ourselves up. Then we feel ashamed. Then we feel angry. And all of that becomes, in my view, a much, much bigger problem than the actual anxiety. So how do you how do you convince yourself out of doing that? Because almost everybody over something will have that set of behaviours that you describe. Oh, absolutely. Again, anxiety is normal. So, you know, if a four year old thinks that they've missed out because they haven't been able to do whatever or a 44 year old or an 84 year old. Absolutely. So I've developed a very clear way of explaining the key principles of cognitive behavioural therapy, CBT not magic it's absolutely practical and the first is first to really look at what are we thinking how are we feeling what are we doing so a 30 year old who thinks they've missed out because they haven't got whatever it is feeling anxious but probably more ashamed annoyed embarrassed upset frustrated with themselves and maybe with the person who didn't give them promotion if that's the situation too in terms of action, what are they doing? So they could be comparing themselves, might be beating themselves up. They might be deciding they're going to change jobs, They whatever it is. So that's the first step. Catch what are we thinking? How are we feeling? What are we doing? And I use an inverted triangle to explain that with action at the bottom. The second step are four questions. Do our feelings make sense? And this is a piece that I think most of us or a lot of us are missing, that it makes if it makes sense to feel anxious, well, then it's OK. If it makes sense to feel embarrassed, ashamed, upset, it's okay. So we acknowledge our feelings. We look at our thoughts. Are they helpful? Probably not. What do we believe? So what's so bad about not getting whatever it is when we're 30? And then focus on action. Big risk, of course, is if we get to that bit of where you say our feelings reasonable, there may be people who say, well, yes, I, I want to. I genuinely am fierce disappointed. Yeah. And I'm kind of stuck yeah, in no, that no, situation. Absolutely. So somebody who says that, then the third step is I feel disappointed because I feel stuck because I thought it was going to do really well. But I choose to learn from it, but I choose to get help, but I choose to get Alcoholics on with it. Alcoholics stuff, I have the courage to accept yeah. it. Yeah. 53106 if you want to get in touch. 53106 if you want to give us the list of your own personal uh, milestone anxieties. Dr. Claire Hayes, thank you very much. That is Claire Hayes, who is consultant, clinical psychologist, lecturer and author of Finding Hope in the Age of Anxiety. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.